to air traffic control. Air traffic control, clear for takeoff. Australia. Australia. Break, break it down. We're going global. Global. Yeah. When it's new. It's hot. It's Australia. It's Australia. It's Australia. It lands first. It lands first. Say my name. The Dustin Skipworth Project. The Dustin Skipworth Project. This is ASAP Rocky. Shout out to Dustin Skipworth. Hey, this is Tone tonight, and I'm hanging out with my guy, Dustin Skipworth. What's up? This is Amy Shark hanging out on the DSP with Dustin Skipworth. Enjoy the flight. The Dustin Skipworth Project starts now. All right, first time joining me on the show out of Perth, Western Australia. His name is Adam Ritchie. Um, I have actually interviewed him you before when we did an interview for our platform that you were involved in, bro. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We had a chat back then as well. And um, man, how's it been going for you? You know, it's been uh, it's been a tough, you know, year and a half, two years for for the music industry. And you decided that that's when you wanted to get into it. How's it? How's that panned out so far? Yeah, I think it's panning out great. To be honest, I mean, it gives me um, gives me an excuse to stay home and kind of make a, as much music as I can. Especially doing the the whole production, recording. And then I end up doing most of the mixing and mastering myself. It's kind of like a really long process for me to make tracks. Um, so it kind of gives me an opportunity to get that time um, at home, working on my music, getting songs done. So for you, where does, mu- where does music, I guess, come from? Where does it start? Like, I know I've seen you play guitar and, mate, you are just a, a, a genius on that thing. Where did it start? Honestly, I've always been really musical. So I grew up listening to, like, Michael Jackson, um, a lot of Elvis. Uh, Michael, yeah, Michael Jackson was, like, my big, big inspiration. I was obsessed with him when I was younger. You know, I was doing all, like, the talent shows when I was really young in, you know, primary school, um, singing Michael Jackson songs and dancing up on stage. I've even got, like, little videos of on the VHS tapes of me like doing the moonwalk seeing I think bad by Michael Jackson or something. So I've always just like been absolutely in love with music. Um, and then I started playing classical guitar probably about 11 years ago. So it all started then. And I got into classical guitar and, you know, in school went through the choir and all that sort of stuff. So my passion for music has kind of always been there. I've always been that kid that, in maths class with tapping my pens on my desk, you know, knowing everyone around me and knowing the teachers. So I've always kind of been that guy who's just been, you know, always obsessed with music. And so when did you kind of decide that you wanted to take it seriously in the realm of, you know, releasing music under, you know, your own name? Initially, I didn't actually release music under my own name, right? So in year 12, or I believe year 11, year 12, uh, my mate Jared Jeremiah, who's also an artist, great artist, and what people don't know as much is that he's actually a fantastic producer too. Um, he started producing, I think, in year ten, year ten or year eleven, and we were we've always been close since uh, since year seven, sort of thing. So in year eleven or year twelve, he kind of got me into it. He got me onto the Ableton, and I was like, okay, what can I do here? Um, so I started literally just recording some classical guitar stuff. Cause that's all I knew. Right. And I, I sung vocals in the past a lot for choir and all that sort of stuff. So I just started recording classical guitar 
putting beats over it myself and kind of just learning trial and error. Um, and then I made a song, a couple of songs that I thought, okay, this is great. This is the best thing in the world. You know, I'm the next superstar. This is the best thing ever, right? And I released it under under a different name and ended up, you know, not going anywhere near as good as I hoped <laughs> it was. And I look back at some of the, it's, it's literally the worst music that I've ever made. But that's the thing. Always got to have that kind of confidence of like every song is like, oh, this is the best. You know, I'm undefeated. No one could touch me. You know what I mean? But I guess delusional, um, delusional confidence, you could say, but it actually leads to having a strong mindset. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how I got into it. In year 12, I released a couple songs in after school. And then I thought, okay, how am I going to get really, really, really serious in this? I was like, I can't have like SoundCloud rapper names. I was like, I'm not a rapper. I don't feel that I'm a rapper. I'm, I'm an artist. I make, you know, I'm actually singing, right? So I was like, i got to come up with something. And I thought, what, what's more authentic to use than my actual real name, Adam Ritchie. So mm -hmm. that's how I've been releasing music. And for you, you know, since you've started to release music, um, have you been uh, surprised at the reaction that you get? Or is it something that you kind of you know, felt like, yeah, this is kind of what's going to happen for me. Whenever I make a new song, I literally sit there in my room and I'm like, no one can touch me. Like, this is the best thing ever. But then you also have the, those moments of insecurities. Like you listen to other tracks from other artists and you'd be like, well, oh, I should just quit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so people's reactions to my music has shocked me in one way. And it's, I'm really grateful for it. And it's the most amazing feeling ever. Um, but also in another way, it's kind of like, sometimes I feel, you know what, you know, I put the hard work in, but at the same time, I'm so grateful for absolutely every reaction I get. And that's kind mm -hmm. of why I make music as well. I make music to connect to people, for people to, you know, tell me that it's, that they like the song and that it made them feel a certain way, but also for myself as well. How do you personally feel like, how do you deal with it when someone goes to you maybe they you know you hear it you're playing them a song and they're like ah that's not really it do you take that on board and go like all right cool maybe and maybe that's not the song or do you go like yeah maybe that's just not the person that this music is going to talk to i kind of i got to assess the situation so firstly is it someone that i truly value their opinion um if it is then i will also take that into consideration but still I feel like me my mind and how I like music like I'm creating my art right so everything that I put out is a is an expression of me my artistry and things that I like so if someone else doesn't like it it's maybe it's not for them but at the same time if someone that's close to me that I genuinely respect their opinion and they're saying mate this isn't it then you know I've got to, I've got to reconsider but I'm but fortunately I haven't actually had too many of those situations you got this new song out, um, you know, right now, which I'm vibing with. You'd sent it to me and I was like, yo, we've got to do something for this one for sure. It's called Too Many Friends. Um, talk to me about this track because I feel like compared to, you know, some of the other music um, that you've kind of dropped last year, I feel like I saw, I could hear almost like a little bit more of a maturity in this, in this song and um, that you had grown from what you learned about your artistry last year. Yeah, definitely. So last year, at least songs that I was kind of going for the, the um, you could say like the hit or I was going for like a song that, you know, just sounds good, vibes good. But 
I hadn't released a song that really connected and resonated with people on like a deeper level or even with myself that I could like say that I'm truly, truly, truly proud of um, since th- maybe 3am thoughts. And I was like, okay, I could do way better than that now. You know, um, I also went through a bit of an experience and I was like, okay, I've got a lot to say. Um, I feel like my artistry has grown. I want to make something that's actually, that actually said something has some substance that truly says something like I like making those songs that people can vibe to in their car or, or play at a club. Those are great. But at the same time, I also want to be able to put out music that has substance that I can express myself, my thoughts, what I've been through, um, some experiences. And I know a lot of people can resonate with that slightly more than some of the club sort of stuff. How much harder is that for you to write a song that, you tap into the substance and to the emotion rather than writing a song that you go, this sounds great. It could be a hit because it sounds like that. I find it easier because I don't actually have to write it. Like I don't have to, to think about writing. I'll just be lying in bed and I'll have my, you know, I'll, something will just pop up in my head and I'll just have a flow state. For example, for three and thoughts, I just got into a flow state. I was in bed, wrote the whole thing, in like 10 minutes right on my phone not even thinking of, it was more like poetry right for too many friends i was in the studio with jared jeremiah and we just produced the beat um and it was kind of that flow state again i had so many things on my mind and because it comes from the heart it all just comes out so i put my phone down and hit record in the voice memos and 15 minutes later i had freestyled like 15 minutes worth of all these lines that i could have used um and I didn't have to worry about trying to write anything. It's all, it's all kind of just thoughts and getting thoughts out. I feel it. It's actually quite a lot easier for me to write those sort of songs. And, and you can hear it. You know, I think you really do hear it in this too many friends record. I, I, you can, you can tell that, you know, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was stressful to you. It was, it was, it was cathartic. I feel like for you to get this stuff out and, and onto, um, onto a, a, a song. So for you moving forward, you know, what does, what does the next, you know, six months a year look like for Adam Ritchie? You know, you've got this song out. Um, are you, you got any, you got any shows that you're trying to like put in here or is it just like really focus on the musical side? Shows is something that I think will come. Um, and I think that's also quite difficult to, to plan out at this stage with COVID and everything like that's still going on. Um, we've got the music video dropping, um, I've got like six, seven songs almost pretty much finished, ready to go. So I'm just trying to sort that out at the moment. I've got a couple of songs that I'm featured on, which I'm looking forward to. So my, my goal is to just create even more music. I feel like in the last two, three months, the music I've been making is, is actually been like exponentially better than the music I was making before that. And I feel like growth is like the most important thing that I want to find in my own music. So making a lot of music, but also releasing a lot of music. I hear all my unreleased stuff. So all my unreleased stuff, I'm privy to that. Only me and maybe a couple others um, hear what I actually sound like right now. But everyone hears what I sound like four months ago. So Mm -hmm. I kind of want to get everyone caught up with with the new sound, with maybe the new maturity in my sound and, and, and the sort of songs that I'm trying to make. You mentioned unreleased um, or features that you're on. You do have a feature coming out um, with um, Cloud District. The track um, is called Pablo. Uh, You sound immaculate on this this song. 
how did uh, that come about? Thank you. Um, Cloud District hit me up. He was like, yo, I've got this Spanish song, this Spanish sounding song. It's a vibe. I've got capes on it. I need you to do a hook. I need you to do a hook. I was like, okay, easy, easy. So he sent it through. Um, I had like a little makeshift booth set up in my bedroom with like, like towels and, and rugs everywhere sort of thing and a big mattress against the wall. And I was like, okay, I'm going to record something crazy. So I recorded the verse. Um, uh, sorry, the, the hook. Cause I was like, what does it sound like? It sounds like a Pablo Escobar type thing. So I ended up coming with that line and then we ended up calling it Pablo and, and the, that's it. The song ended up being what it is and I'm, I'm keen for it to come out. Yeah, I'm keen for it to get out as well. I know it doesn't have a release date yet, but it will be soon. The track that you need to go listen to right now is Too Many Friends. Adam Ritchie, man, appreciate your time. And uh, you always got a home right here on the DSP whenever you're dropping, bro. Thanks very much, Dustin. I appreciate having this chat. DSP to air traffic control. Air traffic control, clear for landing. Landing gear to Thanks for flying with the Dustin Skipworth Project. The Dustin Skipworth Project. Catch the podcast and playlist now.